0: We're back! We are back! Hi, Jessica. Hi, Daniel. I'm Daniel Rhino.
1: Jessica Rhino.
0: I am the Hufflepuff host of the best Harry Potter podcast within walking distance of the Missouri River.
1: And I'm the Ravenclaw host of the same podcast he was talking about. -hmm.
0: Uh, We just got the award in the mail from iTunes. Oh, it was lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. Got to display it displayed on our mantle.
1: With all our pops?
0: Yeah. We're back.
1: <laughs> we are back. Uh, we are... And Harry's back.
0: Harry's back.
1: Well,
0: good much. good segue. That's why you're, you're best in the business?
1: I thought that was you.
0: I think mine was in the male category.
1: Oh. And yours
0: was in the female host category.
1: That makes sense.
0: We're all off right. to a rousing start Woo-hoo! here. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, book two... In J.K. Rowling's billion dollar <laughs> empire The Harry Potter saga continues We are uh, finished up with term one at Hogwarts Harry is back for the summer And chapter one is titled The Worst Birthday
1: It is titled Worst Birthday I, I didn't know that you snuck off and read part of this without my knowing
0: No, sorry about that
1: It's interesting
0: well, I just—I I know you enjoyed doing the podcast with me, and I uh, wanted to make you happy, kind of surprise you.
1: I think you got caught up in the story.
0: Yeah, and that you too. You wanted to read it. Yeah, it that helped. That—that that makes a difference too.
1: <laughs> that version actually makes me more happy that you got sucked into the book.
0: Well, I like the first one though, where I was doing <laughs> doing it to make you happy. <laughs> and I—I I have a copy of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets from my local library.
1: Yeah, it's um. Looking a little rough over there Yeah,
0: it's from the library that I am the headmaster of <laughs> The school library that I'm the headmaster You think we need to use some library funds next year And yeah. invest in a new set of Harry Potter books?
1: Yeah, I think, I think you do I think it's time
0: Plus it would be nice to have them all on the shelf And have them all be like the same size And like same edition and everything Oh, You know
1: you're going to make me sad because mine aren't.
0: Well, I, I figured that would make you happy to have them all on the shelf. I know when you came into my library over the summer, you got really upset because they were, uh, the previous librarian had not had them in the correct number order. <laughs> oh, yeah, that
1: was awful. There was a lot of books she didn't have, series, they did, she didn't have in the right order. That makes me crazy. Even at the bookstores, I have to fix it because like you can't sell these books to people and they're not in the right order. You're not helping them out.
0: Yeah. Well, she's not the best in the business. No. She's... I'm, I'm the best male librarian within walking distance of the Missouri River. I may be the only male librarian within walking distance of the Missouri River.
1: People aren't gonna think we like live on the river. I,
0: pretty like pretty much, like we can it's, look out
1: our backyard. Yeah, and it's stay. like
0: a Mark Twain novel. <laughs> <laughs> we whitewash fences and we just like kind of make our living going up and down the river.
1: We're not close enough to be in the floodplain, though. No. So see that give you some perspective.
0: Blood, floodplain's getting closer, though. Or the flood Just (laughs) because that part fell into
1: the river and now it's gone Yeah,
0: floodwaters are getting closer So walking distance to the Missouri River is getting even closer as we speak But uh, chapter one, the worst birthday I wanted to ask you about the significance of Harry's birthday Me having only read the first book and starting the second book But it has already popped up in both novels As a pretty significant chapter i mean not like as far as moving the uh i guess in the first book it was a pretty significant one as far as moving the story along because right when the clock hit midnight that's when hagrid would show up and give harry his letter to hogwarts that the dursleys had been avoiding the delivery of but is is harry's birthday that much of a big deal in going forward well, Daniel. Without spoiling anything.
1: I'm going to let you in on a little secret.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Harry Potter's birthday uh-huh. is also J.K. Rowling's birthday.
0: She Interesting. She just wanted
1: us all to know her birthday.
0: July 31st. Uh-huh. Now we all know.
1: Yep. And we'll never forget it. Yeah.
0: So she expects gifts on her birthday. <laughs>
1: Cards by, delivered by least.
0: She, she expects a Dudley Dursley amount of gifts on her birthday. Thirty-six. That's two less than last year!
1: The last book started on his birthday. This book starts on Harry's birthday.
0: Interesting. Yeah, you're right.
1: I think, um, I mean, it does play a a part in the story, but it's mostly just a starting point. It's like a little anecdote. It's right before the beginning of the school year, Mm -hmm. his birthday, and then, boom, we go to school.
0: That's a nice little kind of midpoint to put in, or a little... Extra stopping point to put in before we go back to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's summer break, July thirty first. We are about a month before the second term begins at Hogwarts because I think Harry said in the chapter that September first. September first,
1: always September. Always 1st. September
0: first. 1st. Gotcha. Yeah,
1: but he says in the chapter four more weeks.
0: Right. So we're. Okay. It sounds we almost about right. Mm-hmm. So how is summer break at the Dursleys going? For Harry what did you have jotted down there because you have you have notes this time
1: I have, I have a page of notes not quite as extensive as yours I, mean, um, I, I believe full page. the uh,
0: the adjective is copious
1: copious all right you have copious notes <laughs> thank you I mine are more abbreviated because okay. I know what it means you know.
0: and I don't
1: well no so. I mean because okay. you don't have You've read the books okay. six times.
0: Okay, so uh, how? Just kind of give a synopsis of how the summer is going for Harry.
1: Um, better than previous. Which is not uh, saying much no, because the
0: bar was pretty low. The
1: bar was low. <laughs> um, it's kind of just skipped right over in the chapter, but he has moved out of the cupboard and mm-hmm. he is in a bedroom now. Well, well, well we knew that from the last one. You know, he moved into the, the bedroom. extra bedroom. So when he came back, he still had his old bedroom. He doesn't have to be in the cupboard anymore. Gotcha. So, um, but he's been using his, or the lack of the Dudley's, the Dursleys knowing that mm-hmm. he can't do magic. Yeah. To his advantage. So he can threaten Dudley with nonsense words and he'll run screaming from the room.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he ends up in trouble when he does that, but it's still... A nice little perk. Mm -hmm. Highlight of his
0: day. Yeah, those are a couple things that I had written down as well. The fact that uh, the owl, his owl, Hedwig, is locked up, and that is Mr. Dursley's way of stopping her, uh, Hedwig, that is. Hedwig's a girl, right? Yes. Okay. Just stopping her from carrying messages to his wizarding friends?
1: Yeah, he's just. Bernd doesn't want I'm talking to them. Okay. Doesn't want the owl coming and going. Doesn't want the neighbors to see. Just lots of reasons. Okay, because
0: I put but I put Y next to, make, to it and I to wanted make to make Harry mad and I wanted to okay the
1: cherry on top. Okay,
0: I, I was wondering why he would care if he was if Harry was even why Mister Dursley would care if Harry was even communicating with with anybody else. But I guess it's just Mister Dursley's way of maintaining some semblance of oh, control take. and.
1: They're basically pretending that He's still a normal child And like he right. doesn't want anything mentioned Anything about his school All of his stuff is locked away Not, I mean I, He would probably lock Hedwig away if he could But yeah. it's a living, a creature So I guess he does have some yeah, Even Mr. Dursley has, has its limits to his It's <laughs> um, still locked in his Very small cage To his jerkitude So,
0: so we got uh, Hed- Hedwig locked up I wanted to ask you about that Uh, Harry's All of Harry's spell books His wand His robes His cauldron And his Nimbus 2000 Are all locked up In his previous bedroom Which is the Cupboard under the stairs Yes Correct
1: All locked away
0: And that kind of comes back To what you said A second ago That is to prevent Harry from doing Any magic Or as they said The M word Because He's not even allowed To say the, The word magic In the house
1: No, no he's not There was an issue with that
0: Even And the issue being that Dudley asked Harry to pass the bacon at breakfast And Harry said, what's the magic word? Meaning, please Yes But But
1: Dudley screamed and fell off his chair
0: And Mr. and Mrs. Dursley freaked out as well Yes Because that, that M word, magic, is not to be uttered in the house at all but it kind of like i said it kind of goes back to what you said a second ago in the fact that these magical items are locked up because they don't know that harry is not allowed to do magic he's forbidden from doing magic by the ministry of, of magic correct mm-hmm. all yeah. all first year students or is it they made it sound it's like several. it was they made it sound like it was just the younger students were forbidden from yeah, doing that yeah underage wizards okay Okay, so what is of age? If you're like a fourth or a fifth year, are you allowed to do?
1: I don't remember what exactly is the cutoff. We hit it in one of the books and it's a big deal that all of a sudden he can use magic. Okay. Um, but I, I don't I don't remember what year it is. Okay,
0: because it, it seemed like Harry was... I was a little confused because he's not supposed to be practicing magic, but he was acting like if his Nimbus 2000 is locked up then how am I supposed to practice over the summer?
1: Which, yeah, I remember I read that too, and I was like, well, you can't just practice. Yeah, you're, just go out and you're in fly the world around, of Muggles, you can't just practice. Um, so I think he was more just whining at that point okay. about everything, but yeah, no, logically, even if he was allowed to do magic, he couldn't just go flying around on his broomstick in front of Muggles. That wouldn't
0: be allowed either. So, I also had in my notes that the Dursleys being unaware of the fact that Harry can't do magic and Harry kind of having some fun with that is really kind of the only saving grace from this junky summer, right? Yeah. He's, uh, I'll talk about it in a second, that he's pretty sad and pretty alone being away from Hogwarts and being away from his friends and some other reasons. That we're gonna that we'll talk about in just a little bit, but he, the only bit of fun that he gets to have is kind of messing with Dudley, and he even says like made m- made up magic words, and you know there's there's even like an I think like an abracadabra and yeah. uh, reference in there, which I thought was kind of fun because I'm I'm sure abracadabra in the verna- Muggle vernacular being magic surely sh- has no magical uh uh nothing of magical coincidence in the in the wizarding world i wouldn't think
1: she did take a spell and make it off of abracadabra oh really yeah we'll get to that later
0: okay cool so just to kind of tie it into us muggles here yeah all right cool uh the other thing we noticed about and you mentioned it before we started recording is that there is a ton of recap in this chapter right yeah and you kind of rolled your eyes when, when you <laughs> said that
1: it was a lot and it was hard to get through I, I know that the first couple of books are written for younger readers and I guess you need more of that but it's typically not acceptable in like you know I read mostly YA that wouldn't be acceptable in a YA book to sit there in the first chapter and have all of that dumped it mm-hmm. right there uh, it just—I mean—even when they were talking about listing off all the things that he had locked away in the in the cupboard, mm-hmm. it felt like recap. It was it it felt like, like recapping his, his, and his, his books And his Nimbus two thousand. Felt like, like recapping his,
0: his shopping list. Yeah, from, we're just from Diagon Alley.
1: It really—that was a better way to do the recapping because mm-hmm. at least it was important to the story. But coupled with all of the rest of it, it was just a little bit overload.
0: I mean, it goes through. Uh, Voldemort kills his parents. That's why he's got the scar on his head. Voldemort goes away because Voldemort was unable to kill him. So he had uh, Harry had to go and live with the Dursleys, his only surviving relatives. He before he went to Hogwarts, he made odd things happen and didn't know why. There was a made-up car crash story about how. It, he thought for years that was how his parents died, and that's how he, he thought he got to Scar until it was eventually explained to him. It talks about the Hogwarts letters coming. It talks about his year at Hogwarts, and it even talks about the end of the first book, his Harry surviving his second encounter with Voldemort. That's all in this chapter.
1: Mm-hmm. And much more details than what you just summed it up. And it just it just kept going. I was like, okay, now we're caught up. We're going to get into the story. Nope, here's another paragraph about Recap So we don't have a lot of story for you guys Mm -hmm. We don't have a lot of story to talk about
0: Mr. Dursley says That, uh, I believe at breakfast That today was a special day And for a split second, Harry I don't know why Silly Harry Harry, Why? Why would you think your relatives love you? He thought that Mr. Dursley Was referring to the fact that today is Harry's birthday But that is not the special day that Mr. Dursley is referring to. What special day is Mr. Dursley talking about?
1: He is having a dinner party this evening with a very important client. Apparently, he sells his company sells drills. Drills. We I, hear about these drills a bit too.
0: Are they talking now? Are they talking about like big like uh, like oil drills? Are they talking about like like drill bits? Are they talking about um, what? Do you, Do you know? From any experience reading no, the books or seeing the movies no, before? I don't know
1: specifically, but I, okay. I just pictured drills, like the one you hold in your hand and you okay. drill into the.
0: Yeah, like a craftsman power drill. Mm-hmm. Craftsman, sponsor of the Broomsticks and Butterbeer podcast, <laughs> by the way. Shout out, go to your local Sears.
1: Because if, later. In, if you can find
0: one. <laughs> later
1: in the chapter, he asked the guy to tell a funny story about the American plumbers. So I'm thinking it's very construction.
0: Oriented <laughs> Yeah that I'm, I'm lost when it comes to that I'm sure somebody in J.K. Rowling's family was like In the drill business or something like that and <laughs> That's why they threw it in there Like Cousin Joe or something I just think it
1: was the most boring along. and mundane He sells drills Yeah To people
0: Yeah I was trying to, It kind of reminded me I don't remember what movie it was But somebody sells like The only thing they sell is like little like elbow PVC pipes or something like that. That's like their 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 big <laughs> claim to fame. Like uh, it's 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 a it was a very specific thing. Or or uh, I think in the movie in the movie uh, Planes Trains and Automobiles, John Candy's character sells uh, shower hooks. <laughs> you know, like shower like hooks that go on the shower rod to hold the shower curtain. He doesn't sell sh- sell the rods. He doesn't sell the the curtains. He sells shower hooks and in his briefcase he opens it up and he has you know all his different uh supply of shower hooks there it just kind of struck me as as something like that so for this big dinner party everyone has a job to do yeah to impress this client except for Harry
1: they like have a script right apparently it's all been worked out mm-hmm. there there's cue cards and scripts not really but it seems like
0: and Dudley's gonna kind of be like the uh, the butler, and may I take your coat, sir? May I show you to your table, sir? Which
1: was very strange because he, in the first book he's just such an uncontrollable spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't imagine the Dudley from the first book. Even willing to participate in this, mm-hmm. even knowing, oh, this will help my dad out. It's one night. I can, I can pretend to yeah. be. No, he was so self-centered that I could not see him. Yeah, even I didn't think of that. That makes reasoning sense. Reasoning this out to well, it would be good for him if his dad made extra money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't even think he could make that leap. So I was quite surprised. Maybe this, um, what I was smelting school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he <laughs> the, probably got hit with, with that smelting stick. <laughs> stick quite a bit. And,
1: maybe it beats the manners into him. Hey, maybe this place is a yeah. Maybe it's not as bad as we it.
0: thought it was. Yeah. They well, they are trying to fatten him up before he goes uh, back to. He sounds school. like he's
1: already fatter than he was. Yeah.
0: They. Uh, I think one of the things that kind of put a picture in my head was uh, J.K. Rowling said that she was describing Dudley and that like his. The his, his, his the fat was hanging off of like the sides of his body and like oozing over like the over sides, the of, sides the of the chair or something yeah. like that. And you know, of course, mom's you know the you know the mom is like, oh, we got to get some bacon in you because I don't think they're feeding you right there at that school. But of course, Mister Dursley, I think went to kind of he yeah he went to went this to the school. same school and yeah you know he's obviously uh, not lacking for. Uh, Uh, Dietary uh, needs. Nourishment. nourishment. (laughs) He probably does have some dietary needs. That's probably the wrong word. He probably needs to go on a diet. Yeah. But uh, as far as uh, having uh, enough nourishment to hibernate for the winter, he's probably good Good. to go. Good to go. So everyone's got a job for the big dinner party except for Harry. Harry's job is to
1: go upstairs, be absolutely silent, and pretend that he does not exist.
0: And that's, of course, uh, sounds like it's going to go off without a hitch. Of course. Because... every the best
1: laid plans always do. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. We get the feeling in this chapter, very much so, that Harry is not just missing Hogwarts. Not, not just that he's trying to get through these three months or so, or however long the summer break is, to get back to Hogwarts. He's very sad and very alone, and not just because of his birthday... None of his friends, who he thought was, as the kids say, my (laughs) ride-or-die, my ride-or-die friends, like friends for life, you know, we've been through some stuff together, we're going to, I mean, we've got this bond that's almost like family, but none of his friends had written him, had sent an owl to contact him, Ron had promised an invite to the Weasley Household over the summer. That never came. And he's starting to wonder, did I really even make friends last year? Was, was it more on my end that I thought that these were special relationships that I had built, and to them it wasn't that big? It even got to the point where he was wishing that Draco would show up. Yeah. Which...
1: That's pretty How extreme. lonely do you well, have to just be? just to prove that it wasn't all a dream.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He said, I'd, I'd be willing to see Draco at this point. It just to prove that it wasn't all just a dream. Well, you know, but I was going to say earlier, and then we got talk, talking about something else. He's kind of like had a taste of the good life. Mm-hmm. When he, before Hogwarts, he was just miserable all the time, and that's all he knew. And he had little fun moments wherever he could sneak them. And he kind of seemed... Not happy, but not, and not quite content. But mm. that's that's how it was. Sure. Very accepting of that's how it was, and now he's like, I don't want to be here. This is awful. I want to go back to Hogwarts. You know, he's.
0: But even when he when even when he thinks of that, he thinks, well, if I go back to Hogwarts, I mean, are are my are those really my friends that are there? You know, he's he's really. You know, got some dep- big time depression going on here, and the fact that it all fo- kind of comes together on his birthday.
1: Yeah, I think it's peaking because it's... it's his birthday, and he really expected. Oh well, even if they didn't remember me all summer, which I don't think has been that long. You just said you're not sure how long the summer break is, but mm-hmm. later in the chapter, somebody says, in reference to facing Voldemort mm-hmm. at the end of chapter in the end of the first book that it's only been a few weeks. Oh, okay. So they don't get a very long summer break, I don't think.
0: Yeah, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they get out in July or go all June or something like that. Yeah,
1: so it didn't seem like it's been very long, but um, and now we're going back four we- in four weeks. So Harry's gonna have to suck it up, but he he's feeling worse today because it's his birthday. He thought, well, at least if there was any day out of the summer that they would remember me, it would be my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. So Harry's sulking around in the yard.
1: Singing, sadly, happy, happy
0: birthday, birthday to himself. To me. Oh my god. That's like the most depressing
1: <laughs> thing.
0: It would be even more depressing if he had like a little like pile of dirt and he used like a stick to like make like a little makeshift candle out.
1: I mean, last and, uh, <laughs> year he just drew a birthday cake in the dust and said happy birthday to himself. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But actually, sulking around the yard, singing to yourself, mm-hmm. we've reached a whole nother. Yeah, he's level he's struggling,
0: theory. man. But you got to remember like he's starting to get a little older too so he might have some uh, things changing in his body as well. So there's oh, God. you know there's there's hormones on top of that. There's all kinds of stuff going on with with poor Harry. But he's soaking around in the yard and he notices that one of the garden hedges is staring at him. <laughs>
1: Big green eyes just staring just at staring him. Just staring
0: at him. And but before he can even process what's happening there, he's interrupted by Dudley. Yeah. And Dudley is in a really good mood because he knows that it's Harry's birthday. And he knows how special a a birthday is.
1: Well Daniel, you don't it's not every day you forget. Or it's not a day you forget when you received your first pigtail.
0: Yeah. I mean I remember <laughs> when I got my first pigtail remember
1: the date exactly yeah
0: college was a weird time though so i mean we can all agree on that and he
1: was younger so you know we all had some mistakes more memorable for him
0: (laughs) but dudley is teasing harry about the fact that it's harry's birthday you have no presents where are your friends at where are your birthday cards nobody even sent you a birthday card or a, a letter just going on and on, yeah, and, really on and on. Do you have friends
1: at that freak
0: school? Absolutely. Just really taking advantage of him. But then Harry, of course, takes advantage of the fact that Dudley and the rest of the Dursleys don't know that Harry's not allowed to use magic. Says some some gibberish magic words: Alakazam, abracadabra <laughs> and Dudley just freaks out and goes running back to the to the house. Mom! Mom he said it oh, no. he said it he was gonna do it and this is so this is like a temporary feel-good moment for harry but then he's quickly uh knocked back down to uh planet earth
1: almost literally yeah i have an exclamation part point okay she sw- took a swing at him with a frying yeah, pan yeah
0: that was weird a
1: frying pan at his head I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> this got really dark.
0: I was like, won- I was wondering if it was when that happened, I was wondering if it was like a literal assault attempt <laughs> or if it was kind of like she was cooking in the kitchen and she kind of turned around to gesture at him or something like that and it wasn't like 100% vile intent to injure. <laughs> But I don't think
1: so. I think she took a sweet. It it's like it a, a heavy-handed blow too, and yeah. he had to duck a heavy-handed blow with a frying pan. Yeah,
0: that was weird. That was that was really weird. I mean, to the point of, you know, we need to call like child protective services or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. Well, it doesn't end there. So then she decides to use him. I can't believe that she wasn't going to before this Mm -hmm. but to uh get to work and get cleaning and Mm -hmm. help prep for this party so she sends him out to wash the windows wash Mm -hmm. the car Mm -hmm. mow the lawn Mm -hmm. trim the flower beds prune and water the roses and he's even having to spread manure into Mm -hmm. the flower beds
0: and i think that was the manure part was the part where he kind of hit rock bottom and I i don't remember what it said exactly word for word in the book but he was thinking, like, just a couple months ago, I was, you he know. He
1: said, if, if the kids could only see him now, the yeah, famous Harry yeah, Potter. Exactly, spreading yeah. Manure. That's
0: what it was. And. You know, I was like a superstar a couple months ago, and now I'm putting uh, poo poo all over the ground. All
1: over the ground. Um, and then she said, she sent him out to do this with no work until she calls him in later. So if we went from breakfast mm-hmm. to doing all this work all day long. To hurry up and eat these two slices of bread and like a, a lot l- of cheese. Yeah, a little
0: piece of cheese.
1: And get upstairs because the doorbell's about to ring. Mm-hmm. But we heard, found out early in the chapter that dinner was at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So from breakfast until 8 o'clock, he had to do manual labor and got no food.
0: Yeah, he was saying like his back was hurting. His back was of his sunburned. neck was sunburned. It's just, and it's his birthday! It's his birthday! <laughs> it's his birthday.
1: And he's just basically starving to death.
0: I did get a sunburn on my birthday once When I was helping my mom And dad put in the new uh, Liner in their above ground pool (laughs) I went over on my birthday Not expecting anything in return Just out of the kindness of my heart I got sunburned really bad And I got yelled at by my dad for, For getting a sunburn How dare you give me Eight hours of free labor on your birthday And get a sunburn What's wrong with you? Are you stupid? Are you... It, and it wasn't in, in that many words, but it was.
1: It was just. It was Daniel. very. It was very demeaning. Was Good tone.
0: heavens!
1: Just the tone. <laughs> My said it all. God! <laughs> he really sounds like that guy.
0: Yeah, he does. If, if you're a wrestling fan, he sounds like Vince. Andrew ben. is dying laughing
1: right now. <laughs> or maybe not, because he's heard it.
0: No, yeah, it's it's still funny. My dad is a caricature of a of a real person. He's he's a cartoon character. And one day I'm going to write a book and I'm going to make a lot of money with just the stories that I have.
1: I have to be an audiobook so you can use the voices.
0: <laughs> it would I mean that's that's how it's going to be the most successful. Yes. I think I'm just going to package the the book with the audio CD uh, and and just say, "Look, guys. Instead of just, you know, creating books that you're never going to buy, <laughs> i'm just going to give you the cd too if you want to read along with it you can but it's much more enjoyable if you uh take the impressions into it as well and then i got my you know my mom's impressions in there too and Mm -hmm. there's all kinds of good stuff
1: yeah
0: i'm looking forward to it so look for that book to come out maybe 2025 or so all right so if you're listening to this in 2025 Go to your local—I uh, was going to say bookstores, but bookstores probably won't be around in 2025. Yeah, just get on Amazon. <laughs> just get on Amazon. It'll—Amazon will rule the world by then. So after a back-breaking series of chores, Harry gets his little cheese sandwich and is sent to his room. Basically, kind of resigned to the fact that he's going to spend the evening of his birthday as a boring evening, just sitting on his bed, staring up at the sky. Well, at
1: this point, I'm sure he's just going to pass
0: out. It probably, and I think it's—I think it even said the word collapse. He just yeah. wanted to collapse on his bed. Collapse on his bed. But just when he was about to collapse on his bed, he noticed that he had a visitor, and that there was somebody already on his bed. End chapter one.
1: Yep, not a whole lot.
0: Enticing.
1: <laughs> yes, obviously, because you kept reading. Yeah,
0: i Enti- am like, ooh, somebody's sitting somebody sitting on his sit bed. I wonder head. who. I wonder who that could be. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We're going to talk about that in the next episode. So, big takeaway from this chapter was what you kind of made it sound like it was like a nothing, nothing doing kind of uh, chapter. It's just kind
1: of set up, yeah. remind I mean, you what's going on. Dip
0: your toe into back into set the the magical water. Mm-hmm. You know, not we're not not give you too much to think about. No evil maniacal wizards trying to take over the world in chapter one. Kind of just give you an idea that. Harry's just He's just a boy He's just a boy He's What? He's 12 now?
1: 12, yes he He's just He's today. just
0: He's just a kid But All this stuff That he went through In the first book and I, I'm sorry I cut you off there I just it, It's just that All these All this Crazy You know uh, Several Lifetimes worth Of crazy Magical stuff That happened to him In just The first Book you kind of take for granted that he's just now turning 12 and think about what you were worried about when you were 12 years old, which like when you were in sixth grade, you know, I was worried about being fat and not having any girls like me, but having me like girls and uh, having, wearing the same pair of jeans to school three days in a row because I only had one pair of jeans that fit uh, my fat waist and you know things like that. I didn't. I didn't have to. You know, do any death battles with uh, trolls and and uh, evil wizard warlords or anything like that.
1: Huh, you had a boring childhood. Yeah,
0: it was just 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 bullied a lot. You know, that's pretty much all it was. I had a really 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 good parents. Pretty much everything we needed. The rest of that time, I was just bullied. <laughs> so that was that was my childhood. Wonder, wonderful family and and then just massive bullying, <laughs> and I can look back on it now and laugh because I married a really pretty girl. So yeah, I have a I have a you know wonderful dogs and wonderful wife and a and, wonderful podcast. going <laughs> to say, and the best
1: podcast <laughs> that's walking, usually right there yeah, within
0: walking distance of the Missouri River. There you go. So that that was I guess I I, I cut you off and I apologize, but what was kind of your big takeaway?
1: Hmm. Oh, just that, you know, we were just kind of setting the stage. Yeah. He's home. He hasn't had any contact with his friends. Life has gone back to being awful. And even more so, like, he feels it more. I mean, he's still, he's not in the cupboard anymore. Things are a little better. Mm -hmm. And he has some um, power over the Dursleys because they think he can do magic but it still seems worse to him and he's like more depressed about it now because he has he knows there's something better out there and he'd rather be there with his friends and things like that so we're just kind of setting it up
0: what do you remember about the the movie portrayal of this chapter this kind of seems like something that would have been on the cutting room floor and not you know maybe like a two minute thing in a in a movie because it was such a you know uneventful chapter do we get to see a lot of harry before he goes back for term two
1: we do we get this okay um because we get the dinner party and we get uh the visitor
0: yeah pretty significant uh, that you can't visit. cut that out yeah so
1: um so they did i mean i'm sure it's super condensed but
0: does uh, Mrs. Dursley uh, attempt to physically assault Harry? No, <laughs> no, they cut that maybe out. with like a bow and arrow or something <laughs> like that. You know, you know how Hollywood likes to change things, Jess.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. But no, I think she that's... chases him
0: around with like a double barreled shotgun or something like that instead of a frying pan.
1: <laughs> and I don't think we don't go through all the chores or anything. He just, hey, we're having a dinner. You're going to have to be in your room tonight. Mm-hmm. Go to the room. Cool Visitor
0: But we're I mean things are going to pick up Next chapter Mm -hmm. I mean we're going to get Right into some magical stuff We're going to get right into The Seeming sense of calm That The Dursleys have Been able to Manage Over the last month With locking up all the Magic stuff And kind of Keeping their foot on Harry Is all Going to explode In this next chapter Without giving too much away
1: Yes, and and we're already hinting at trouble at Hogwarts again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, we're not even there yet.
0: Mm-hmm. And it re- it really reminds me of the first... And I, I, it's probably like the t- 10th or 15th time I brought up Star Wars <laughs> on this podcast. So the first Star Wars, not episode one, but episode four, where, you know, we first meet Luke Skywalker, and we first meet Chewbacca and Han Solo and Princess Leia, and... Spoiler alert! It came out in 1977. Uh, they blow up the Death Star at the end. <laughs> it's 41 years ago, guys. Get over it. Or, yeah, 41 years ago. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, as as of recording. I was of this, gonna question it. As I was just going. With as of recording of this podcast, 41 years ago. And at the end, I mean, it seems like all is well in the universe. You know, we blow up the Death Star. Han and Luke get their medals. Uh, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal <laughs> For some reason Awful. After everything he did he, he gets to stand up on stage with them And they get their medals from Princess Leia uh, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal And so he kind of At the end I'm assuming that was not like a celebra- celebratory Sound that was more like Where's my medal I just I kind of I don't speak Wookie But I'm kind of assuming that's what what he was saying but at the end of that movie, it's it's very upbeat. It's very it looks like everything's going to be fine in the universe, mm-hmm. and then the and then the next movie comes out, and it's not good. <laughs> you know, it's a it's probably the the best movie in the the series, uh, cinematically, but it's a big downer. I mean. The empire that we thought that we had struck this big blow to is still just as powerful as they were before. You know, there's the big reveal with you know Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. There's the you know Luke loses a freaking hand. <laughs> uh, it's it's not good. So it, it so kind of you're,
1: you're worried. Is that what you're saying? It, it
0: kind of reminded me of the of of that because at the end of the at the end of the first book. We had defeated Voldemort. The Sorcerer's Stone had been destroyed. It was. But Dumbledore
1: a, did say he's gonna try again.
0: Uh, so Gryffindor wins the twist. House Cup with the bonus points. Neville's bonus points pushes them over the top, mm-hmm. and we can't wait to get through the summer so we can get back to Hogwarts. Just the parallels between this and and Star Wars. I don't know if J.K. Rowling was a big Star Wars fan. I I know you talked about one of your other author favorite authors is like real big there's Star lot. Wars
1: Well, one of the characters is a huge Star Wars fan, so there's lots of references. I so okay. can only assume she is also a Star Wars fan, although I could see that just because she made the character, you know, a geek mm-hmm. that she had to put those kinds of references in there. But and one of your other I'm assuming f- favorite
0: authors actually wrote a Star Wars book. Right?
1: Oh yeah. Bracken Alexandra Bracken. Yeah. Her dad was a huge Star Wars collector mm-hmm. and was like Known in the fan Community and she Ended up writing like a big super fan Big super
0: fan gotcha but it just kind of Makes me think that When you have a saga You're going to have peaks and valleys And we had a peak At the end of the first book We're going to be Due for a valley eventually I don't know if it's going to be this book I don't know if it's going to be the book After that but we're going to be due for, For some valleys coming up
1: well it's a lot of books so it's kind of more of a whole roller coaster
0: mm-hmm. and that's why, and that's why i'm thinking with you know like with with star wars you know the first there there was two more movies that came after that and there was a lot of ups and downs but there is there was a major down that came after the big peak at the end of episode four so well, it, it kind of I... makes me think that we're setting ourselves up for that
1: I don't know if that's the case with Star Wars, but I know like a lot of books it's hard to sell a series to mm-hmm. an agent. They don't want to they don't want to commit to a series. Mm-hmm. They want to throw the first one out there and see how it does. So you almost have to write the first book. the book almost has the first book almost has to be a standalone. Sure. So that way if it does well Hey I can keep going mm-hmm. If it doesn't do well well that's all there is
0: so. Couldn't leave it a, like like a big cliffhanger Or something like yeah, that Yeah when you
1: mentioned the ending of Star Wars And you were kind of painting that picture for me I was like oh you know what it seems like That could have been a standalone sure, movie Sure if they, they never made, if,
0: if they never would have made another one it would, it, would it would have been okay
1: Satisfied with a right. start to finish story Sure
0: and you could kind of draw your own You know ideas about What happened after that but I mean, it had a pretty happy-go-lucky end, you know.
1: And the same thing with the first Harry Potter book. I mean, like I said, Dumbledore did slip that line in that he's going to try to come back. Mm -hmm. So that kind of left her Mm -hmm. the doorway. A little
0: wiggle room there.
1: And the fact that he was obviously going to go back to school so we could have another. But if if they had actually defeated Voldemort for good, Mm -hmm. then yes, he would have still gone back to school. There's might not have been anything interesting happening to write a book about.
0: Do you know if she wrote if J.K. Rowling wrote these books several if she if she had several done when she went to with, the publisher? Yeah, when she went to the publisher or if she went to the publisher with the first one and kind of pitched it as I have more ideas for for, you know, if it sells well, you know, we can make this into a big thing and we can do good business together. I just, I I would be really curious to know, and I'm sure somebody knows. If you do know, send us the email at broomsticks.butterbeer at gmail.com and we'll read your email on the air. But I I just kind of wondered if she had this idea for several books or like what the end game was going into the first book.
1: I think she had to know because like we were picking out all of the little clues mm-hmm. that were gonna be used later in the book but and then that also could come with she could have written the book finally found a publisher who would publish it because she got rejected. That's the biggest story they tell our authors, writers yep. is pe- there are people who turned down Harry Potter yep. that rejected it and rejected it and rejected what it. What is
0: this garbage? <laughs> Nobody will ever read it.
1: Nobody wants to read about a silly little boy mm-hmm. waving a stick around doing magic and then once she sold it there's still more revisions that happen after that once you sell it to a publisher there it isn't just like oh here you go we're gonna send it to the printer mm-hmm. they send their put their editors on it they get to change it and tweak it and do what they want so the one the, the copy she sold to them might not i mean it's not the same one we read mm-hmm. so even then once she sold it she could have put some more tweaks in there to trying to you know open it up or close it down a little bit if they didn't want it to be for sure a series they weren't that confident in it so we not we'll never know gotcha. i don't think she'll ever publish that part i don't know how many books she wrote i don't know if she wrote that one and then started querying agents and sending it to publishers and started working on book two i don't know i never looked it up
0: gotcha well i'm excited about book two uh Book one was a, a fun journey, and I really enjoyed culminating it with the, the movie and the discussion after that. And I think uh, book two is going to be just as fun. So are you excited? I know you're just happy to be at Hogwarts. We're so.
1: not at Hogwarts yet, but, so I'm anxious to get to Hogwarts.
0: Okay, so that's the next t-shirt. I'm wearing a t-shirt version one right now, the Broomstick and Butterbeer t-shirt. And on the back there's the quote from Jess Rhino, I'm just happy to be at Hogwarts. The uh, version 2 t-shirt's going to be I'm anxious to get to Hogwarts I'm Anxious to get to Hogwarts
1: <laughs> Just Rhino. That so, one doesn't have as good a ring to it Nah We'll, we'll, we'll keep that open I'm sure there'll be a, a good quote somewhere in this book
0: Sounds good So chapter 1, the worst birthday of book 2 Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets We are going to be uh, rolling right into chapter 2 The next time we talk to you so until then, I am Dan Rhino. I'm
1: Jessica Rhino.
0: And we will see you soon. Bye! Those fingers in my head that sly come hither, stare, that strips my conscience bare, it's witchcraft. And I've got no defense for it.